Hi, welcome to SuperVest.us podcast week 25. Last week I told you that my qualified guest was Nasdaq ending the week at 10,700. Nasdaq ending just below 10,800 and my qualified guess was somewhat correct. The price targets for Apple, Microsoft and Tesla was also somewhat okay, I would say. I told you that I thought Microsoft would end the week at 243, ending 247 was not that far off. All in all, it was a very bad week for both Nasdaq and Dow Jones, both almost 5% down. The main ticket last week was the Fed decision, and as I expected, it became 0.75% increase in the rates. So we are following uh, the traction of all the things that I said previous, fighting inflation. The only way to do that is by increasing interest rates. But what is it this week that uh, we can look out for? What are the main things that can drive the market? I'll try to answer that as usual. And also have a quick look again at Microsoft, Apple, Tesla, Bitcoin, and Dogecoin. And as we know, Bitcoin had a huge fall last week down all the way to $18,000. So how will it be? What is the continuation of Bitcoin? Will it be $5,000 or will it be up? I will try to answer that and many other things. By the end of the podcast, as usual, you will have the trading tips. And even despite being a very bad week last week for markets, again, I went in the green, but we will get there shortly. First and always, you have to listen to the disclaimer and then I will be back with the market section. Hello everyone. Welcome to the StockInvest.us weekly stock and crypto podcast. The podcast is hosted by StockInvest.us co-founder and Golden Star Signal inventor, Jim Stromberg, who has been actively trading since 1996. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and notification bell so you will be first to know when we post a new video. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other audio sources. Ensure you listen to the entire podcast so you don't miss out on some key tips needed for this week's strategy. Welcome to StockInvest.us Podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. This week I'm not able to record the podcast at my usual place. Actually, I'm sitting here at Rocket Vilnius in a small phone booth. A lot of sounds everywhere, so I hope the sound quality is not too bad. But uh, it's Monday and we have to make the podcast in the anticipation and the hope that we will be able to help you with your trading for the forthcoming week and hopefully, hopefully make it a green week for you. I will quickly go through the market, what I expect for the week ahead of us, run through, as I said, uh, some of the menu tickets, and then we'll get to the trading tips. And one of them was a very nice one last week. The rest, not so good, but overall, it went in green. If you're watching this podcast on YouTube, during the podcast, I will show a few pictures from last week, where I did a little bit charity work uh, out in uh, the village outside Vilnius. Shervintos is the name of the village. If uh, you are using our page, either just for free or you are a subscriber, a part of the income that we generate for you is always given to charity. And uh, the pictures that I will show will show uh, from a day center where we have been fixing 
a lot of different things. Among these things were the stair up to the second floor, which was totally a problem. So you can make sure that if you use stock invest, uh, a part of your income will go for good work. Anyway, the week is here. It was a bad week last week for the markets, just as expected. I told you uh, that my qualified guessing was Nasdaq ending at 10,700. Well, it was very close to 10,800, ending the week at 10,798 points after falling 4.78%. And it's just been one red week after the other for the markets. Dow Jones also fell uh, quite heavily, down uh, 1,504 points, just under 30,000 points at 4.79%. Will this be a green week or will it be a red week? I will uh, try to conclude to that. The usual way is that I give you a few fundamental insights, then we look at some technical things and try to make a qualified guess where the week will be. I'll start uh, the very first part just to say that right now a lot a lot of tickers are oversold, a lot of markets are oversold, which means that it might be a bounce up. But you have to understand that uh, despite the very good chance that we will have a green week, when markets are in such case, it doesn't take much to bring a day down 4%. doesn't take much, just a scary news from Ukraine, some bad inflation numbers somewhere, and the markets will have another dip. This is the place where you usually either make a lot of money or you lose a lot of money. It's the trader's market. I told you it's a market where, which I like the very best simply because I follow a few uh, rules. Uh, and I've told you many times these rules, not, try not to sit over weekend, especially if it's high risk stocks that are. I'll reveal a little bit more uh, about this a little bit later in the podcast, but let's look at the market as it is. So Dow Jones, Nasdaq down almost 5%. Uh, Oil uh, is uh, down $8 to $110. It just follows that very, very bad bad week last week. Everyone is now talking more uh, towards there will be a recession. No news if you follow this podcast because we've been telling you that for almost a year exactly where we are heading. But I think that a small drop in oil is just temporary. I think oil will push upwards again. And as I said, I will not be surprised if it will be $200 during the next 12 months. Gold, another ticket that we follow, fell $48 last week to $1,845, or down 76%. Gold uh, falling, I explained a little bit also about that last week, is a part of the increasing interest rates. But in general, I think gold also will come up. The more interesting ticket is the 10-year treasury yield. And as I always said, if the treasury yield go up, the market go down. 10-year treasury yield went up to 3.23 last week, uh, or up 2.48%. So what we see from these things is a market which I would say uh, moves more or less as you can expect. There is uh, some good things in oil falling. Uh, I think maybe it was... 
Philip Floyd podcast ago, back in week 2021 something, we had a similar situation, the oil fell, and I told you that is one of the things that can give a bounce in the market. I will not explain too much exactly why, but the high oil price is not uh, good for market because that means high inflation pressure. During the week, uh, there will come different news, but not very uh, special. Last week, we had the Fed decision, of course, which was a good ticket. This week is more or less the job numbers on Thursday. You should keep an eye on them. But as I told you in uh, many podcasts now, you can't just expect job numbers to weaken. Uh, There is no reason why they should strengthen. Because uh, with the inflation that we have, and now with the interest rate uh, hikes uh, that we see across the world, you will see more people getting laid off or companies starting to save, not hiring more. So we should see uh, job numbers weaking week by week. If it's a huge uh, change, we can see some very red uh, numbers, especially for Thursday, but I don't think it will be that drastic. Indeed, uh, this is one of the few weeks where I don't see many headlines that can uh, affect the market. In the background, there is the Ukraine war. We have to keep that uh, always uh, on our screen because if some major event happens in Ukraine, it will uh, change the market. The one thing that really can change market in a positive direction is if we have some peace talks or we see uh, some de-escalation. If we see any escalation, it should just be a tool the market. Sadly, I think that we will see an escalation. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Uh, So these uh, are some of the fundamental things, nothing special. Uh, And when I checked the news this morning, trying to prepare for the podcast, I had that feeling that there is nothing special uh, for the weekend. And that is actually a good thing, because uh, if there is nothing special, there is a higher chance that we will have a green week. What about the signals? Stock Invest uh, analyzed more than 38,000 tickers. 27,000 of them are just qualified for buy and sell signals as we speak. And based on this, we can tell something about how many signals are given buy signals across the world. Right now it's only 12, it's down from 18 last week. This number, 12, is a percentage, meaning that only 12% of all companies across what we analyze are given buy signals. When the number gets as low as 12, it increases the chances for a rebounds upwards. We saw this uh, in week 20. It was 13, I told you. It was two weeks, 19 and 20. It was 13. That it is a good position for a rebound. In week 21, uh, Nasdaq went up 6.8%. So we are in somewhat that similar situation. We have a week ahead of us. Low special news, we have very low uh, amount of buy signals, which usually actually is a good thing um, overall, especially in a situation where we had many red weeks. We get to a very low position, it's like a relative strength index, things are to bounce up. Looking at uh, Nasdaq, it's only 9% buy signals, which is extremely low. Last time was week 20, it was 7, and as we know, as I just said, in week 21, the markets went up. Going to New York Stock Exchange, even worse, only 5% buy signals. London, 8% buy signals. Tokyo fell 
uh, from 34 to 16% price savings uh, and uh, shares in China from 29 actually up to 40. The reason uh, China went up is because uh, China had very bad weeks in week uh, 24, Asia in general, uh, and that was somewhat expected. The overall conclusion uh, from the signals is a market, also these things indicate a high, high chance uh, for a rebound uh, upwards. We will uh, conclude uh, this somewhat messy market section looking at the charts because the charts will give a very good uh, idea where we will be. We'll go to uh, uh, our webpage, stockinvest.us, and type in the ticker XIC and see what the chart says. And uh, I told you last week that if 11,300 is broken, you will have this. Um, a, a much faster fall, and that happened. Uh, and uh, it was like clockwork. It, markets fell down to 10,646 and bounced up. I told you I thought the low could be somewhere around 10,500. Right now, uh, if you watch the YouTube, you can see that uh, everything is within the falling channel, and you can expect it to continue within that. But the one thing that I want you to emphasize on actually is uh, a few things. One, it's at the bottom of the trend, as we can see, it's the bottom of the trend. Uh, the volume is following the market very good, meaning the volume is going down, market is going down. And the relative strength index is getting uh, oversold. It's 29, getting very close to being oversold. If it falls below 25, the markets will be oversold. And usually, usually when it's oversold, you have a reaction up. We had a smaller reaction last time, as I was uh, 23 back in April, later in May, uh, both May 9 and 23rd. Right? In 23rd, the markets went up from 11,000 to 14,000 in, uh, sorry, 11,000 to 12,000 in one uh, rally. And it might very well be uh, that we'll have the same. I can see there is a technical glitch here in the chart uh, for the moving averages, uh, so we'll have to sort that one. But uh, we put the emphasis on markets being in the lower part of the trend with the expectation to go up. The huge problem, however, is all these gray bars representing the accumulated volume, meaning that there will be huge resistance above. It will not be a very, very strong week, in my opinion. We can go from today's level somewhere up to 11,500, maybe even to the top of the trend, 11,700. The thing is, will it be just a short bounce up uh, or will it be all uh, week? If the week starts too good, uh, we should see, uh, for instance, 11,500. I think that the uh, market will just fall back and could even go lower than last week's close. So if we have too strong open, we can head into a red week by the end of the week. This uh, is the main question, uh, exactly where will we be by the end of the week? And again, I just have to go for a qualified guess. We are in a falling trend. Everything is indicating that we should continue. The only positive thing is that we are at the bottom. Absolutely every signal is low. The relative strength index just shows the, shame, the same. It shows that we are close to a week 
of the rebounds. So to conclude, I think the following will happen. I think it will be a positive week. You should be aware, uh, warned that if Nasdaq falls below 10,600, it should fall very fast down to 10,000, where it can have a nice rebounds up. However, I think uh, that 10,600 will hold. I think that the markets might do a, a quick uh, move upwards, just above 11,000, go a little bit sideways, then move a little down, and then a little bit up again. And I will not be surprised if the markets close somewhere around 11,200 for the week. So overall, I expect a, a somewhat green week. Uh, and for a lot uh, of stocks, it should be a very good week. A lot of stocks should have a rebounds now. But again, uh, the risk uh, will be high because it doesn't take much to bring the markets very fast downwards at even harder pace than we've seen before. And conclusion uh, is green week ending somewhere around 11,200. With a lot of people walking just outside, I can feel it's a little bit hard to be concentrated and I don't think this podcast will be the best one. But let's run through some of the tickers that we follow and the reason why do we do this week after week is because tickers, which are the big ones, Apple, Microsoft, uh, Tesla, they will give us an idea if the overall conclusion is right. And uh, this will be the lesson for the day. I'm not sure if there will be any uh, other lessons. If the markets most likely will go down, any trade you do will be hard because there will only be a few companies able to beat a falling market. So you may ask yourself, are you that good? Are you the one that can pick maybe the 3% stocks that go up during the week? Will you be able to find them? Where will you find them? What kind of strategy will you use to find them? Some uh, are at that level uh, using different techniques to find. You can look at relative strength index. You can look at volume changes, especially volume. I uh, recommend checking volume. Uh, use it as a trading instrument in markets like this playing on divergence, etc. You can read more about this actually in uh, the chapters of my book, How to Lose Money While Trading. You will find it if you are a customer at stockinvest.us or even just a registered user. Go to your profile and find the chapters that I've written trying to explain some of this. Anyway, uh, back to that uh, rhetorical question. Why would you make money if the markets go down? So. Understanding where the market is heading will make it easier, I would say, for you to do good choices. Because if you expect markets to be very red this week, maybe just maybe you shouldn't be that aggressive. Maybe you should hold back a little bit. As I told you many months ago, now cash will be king. There will be super options, but it doesn't help if you are in a losing trade because you will just flip one trade for the other and the other may not be too good. The other thing is that it's so easy for most people to be lean uh, lost in, lost out. 
you do the mistake, you wait and wait, you have to be sure that things are going up, so when you finally go in, because it's very volatile market moving very fast, you will be the last in just to see everything goes down, and then you wait with selling because you think it will go up, and you will be the last out. This is a classical FIFO market, first in, first out. You have to be quick. If uh, you expect the markets to not be as volatile, and you just heard me in the market section saying that there is no big news coming this week, uh, there is no real thing that could push the market very fast, other than being in a negative uh, trend. Uh, you even heard me say that I think the markets will move uh, somewhat sideways, uh, somewhat positive. It means that maybe uh, it is a better market to trade this week than last week when I told you it would be a red week. In a few moments you will hear the trading tips for weeks where I will try to pick the stocks that I think will go up, uh, but there is really no guarantee. So what you can try to uh, learn from listening to that same boring Apple, Microsoft and Tesla analysis each week is that the insight of these stocks will also tell something how the other stocks will behave. Tesla represents, for instance, very volatile stocks and green technology, uh, etc. While uh, Apple and Microsoft represent the more overall market. And uh, enough said about that. Let's run through um, Apple uh, behaved more or less like I expected last week. Nothing very special. What I like about Apple is this week is the trend is falling. You can expect it to fall within this uh, trend. At the same time, like we saw uh, for uh, the uh, Nasdaq chart, it is at the bottom of the trend. I really like the increase in uh, volume. It's not the best I've seen, but I like it anyway, and especially in the combination with a relatively low uh, relative strength index. Every time, same like the market before, every time uh, Apple gets uh, oversold, there are some money to be made. And I think, actually, I think there is money to be made in Apple this week. Because uh, given the volume changes, I think that 130 will hold, I think that it will go up, but around 140, 145, we start to meet a lot of resistance, will also be the top of the trend. At the very, very best, it can go all the way to 150, but I don't manage to see by any means pushing above 150 it has to be something very special. Indeed, I think this will be uh, the scenario. Moving very quickly up to 135, Push a little around 135, 136, then uh, move very fast up 130. If able to break 140, it will go up to 143, 145. And I think anywhere around 145 will be a good sell off place uh, to sell. But uh, Apple is at 131, and if it's able to go up to 145, that will give us $14 or 10%, which is an amazing profit in a market like this. Even 5% will be very good, and I think there's a fair chance to do 5%. For a week as such, I think that uh, getting into oversold will mean that we will bounce up. Uh, I think that we will have a ride upwards. Very hard to see if it will be all the way to 145. Uh, I think it will settle a little bit down, but uh, this will be one of the weeks where I increase the target and think Apple would end the week somewhere around, I would say, against this resistance, uh, $137.
I'm moving uh, very fast to Microsoft, also very close to my uh, estimations last week. CISO sent out with uh, Apple just a reflection. The problem with Microsoft is huge resistance around 250. But everything in this chart indicates to me that we should, in very short term, meaning the next few days, even the full week, head upwards. Personally, I think that the resistance around 260, 270 will be too hard. So I think that if it moves up to 260, it might be a good place to get up. But uh, $17 will be somewhere around 7-8% uh, possible profit. So I think there is a profit rate to be made in uh, Microsoft. And usually, uh, I don't like to recommend... Uh, playing with options, but if you are in option markets, it might just be a good week. What you should remember, both from the Apple analysis and this analysis, is that everything is within the falling trend. You just have to expect it will continue this way. So what I'm talking about is just that very, very short term, the next four trading days. And for Microsoft, I think it will be a green week. I think it will manage to push upwards to 260 and that will put a target of $258 for Microsoft this week. After that, it should continue downwards. And if you like the technical things, there is a sell signal from the shorter moving average, long-term moving average. Even the relation between these two has, sadly enough, a death rust. What uh, and the reason why I think it will go up, repeated last time, it is very low in the trend. That is index is very low and very often, like we can see back here in May 23. Then Microsoft had a relative strength index of 30. The price was some $247 and it moved up to $265, giving a nice profit. Quickly run uh, through Tesla before we'll do uh, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And uh, let's see if uh, Tesla can hold any trading opportunities for the week ahead of us. A little bit slow loading, but finally we are up. What I like about Tesla is that Tesla had a previous low at 628 and it's floating above that. Relative in strength index is getting low, but not very low volume following the stock to some okay degree, I would say. I wish that the real testing index was even more oversold because uh, uh, being at 34 is not oversold and it's on the way down. Sell signal, short term moving average, long term moving average, and it is in that upper part of the trend, which usually make it a little bit harder. That means that I think uh, Tesla might struggle a little bit during the week. 700, very little resistance up to 700, so it should and could take that journey upwards to 700 then go down and that is what i think will happen i think that tesla will move upwards towards 700 fall down and sadly i think it might be that tesla will end lower despite having a green week in general i think that tesla might uh, have uh, lower uh, than previous week uh, and end somewhere around 645, very close to where it is today. The main thing is if Tesla managed to stay about 628, we might again get into a very, very nice buying position for uh, Tesla. And uh, if you've been a long-term listener, you know that last time I did a good trade in Tesla, I bought at 560 and as I told you, 
get back there and I will be back in again. We'll just have to wait and see for the weekend stretch, as I say, I think it might be up, then a little bit down, ending a little bit lower than the week uh, before. Going to uh, Bitcoin and Dogecoin, and uh, I can see on TikTok and everywhere else, everyone is talking about Bitcoin and Dogecoin, Ethereum and all these other cryptos because of the heavy fall. And uh, I have been wrong in uh, crypto, it didn't manage to pick up from 30,000, it break under, and as I told you, if it breaks below 27, it should fall very fast to 20. Actually, it did, it went all the way down to 19,000, I even saw it at 18,000. The question now is, is, is it a trading opportunity? Well, I can tell you, I have started to buy back uh, some Bitcoin. Uh, I told you I would start, uh, I bought some at 30 uh, and even getting some more now. 30 was because it was a very fair chance that it should bounce up and go at least upwards to 40,000. Didn't happen. It broke down. Sadly, it broke down and it fell as expected to 20,000. And I think this is a new level. There is no reason why it shouldn't fall, continue to fall, can easily fall to $5,000. But with very little resistance above summer 22, it should have a fair chance going up to 27,000. Extremely oversold on the relative student index. Usually marks an okay opportunity to get in in Bitcoin. Within the falling trend, everything indicates that it should continue this way. And uh, the only reason. Uh, why you should get in if you are to get in is because it is at the bottom of the trend. And uh, then I will try to explain. So you heard me buying at 30,000 and you heard me saying that I will buy a little bit more now at 20. And I even expected it might go down to 5,000. First of all, nobody really does know exactly where things will turn. It's a higher chance that it will go down than it will go up. Will it go down to 5,000? I'm not sure. Will it turn at 20,000? Will this be the very low for Bitcoin uh, in this time? I cannot tell. And whatever I invest in Bitcoin is just play money. It's things that I'm very uh, comfortable sitting uh, with losses. It's not smart. It's very easy to say afterwards I should have waited, not invested in 30, but invested now at 20. I was wrong. It broke up. And uh, Bitcoin is not the kind of uh, coin that I trade because it's such a small uh, amount. I'm looking in a very, very long picture and where will uh, cryptos go? You can read uh, the news and you'll see that everyone thinks that crypto will collapse, it will disappear. At the same time, you heard fans saying that, well, the uh, dollar is shaking. We are looking into creating a digital US coin. So uh, there is no reason why digital coins should Despair, I think future is digital coin. It might not be this year, might not be next year, but I think, and I really think that the future is there. One of the things with Bitcoin is the amount of Bitcoin available. It's not like all these other shit coins. Uh, and uh, I think it's a fair chance uh, that Bitcoin will be up. But this is a sort of gamble you shouldn't uh, play uh, unless you are prepared uh, to lose. Being where it is, technically, it's a high chance that it will bounce up. I will accumulate a little bit more Bitcoin with the anticipation of sitting in losses 
uh, for example. But technically, uh, from just a pure technical point of view, it's the same thing like we see in the stocks. Things are oversold. It is a high chance that it will bounce up and it will be a possible trade also in Dogecoin if you trade crypto. The last one before we will go to the uh, trading tips for the week and maybe the most important part of the uh, most interesting part of this podcast will be a quick look at Dogecoin. And it's the same thing like we see. It's a very shit coin. I bought at uh, 20. It was, was not a good choice. Later I bought at 10. Uh, uh, ten, between 10 and 8, I have to check exactly uh, what I bought, but I was expecting a rebounds up. So, currently sitting uh, also in uh, Dogecoin, I had a very good trade from 20 to 40, then I did that uh, new 20 buy. I've lost all that uh, nice profit from the first trade and slightly in minus overall. Coming from extremely low relative position, I think this is chance it will go up. I see there are some speculations to, uh, or some rumors that some groups will sue Elon Musk for a Dogecoin uh, scheme. I don't think that will go anywhere soon. Dogecoin is just a, a very, very small uh, coin. You play it for fun and you can expect to lose absolutely everything is a high chance or you can be lucky and Dogecoin will go up right now there is nothing saying that there will be anything happening soon other than being at the bottom of the trend uh, and that uh, I think we will leave it there uh, and head for the trading uh, tips for the week and see if we will be able to make some money over soon this week So, uh, we are uh, at the trading tips and in this section I will also show a few pictures from the work uh, that I did last week. Uh, and uh, you can rest assured, uh, as I said, if you're using our page, you were also sponsoring this very good charity over. And uh, before running straight into the trading tips, just uh, a few things. Remember, there is more to life than just stock trading. When markets are like this and people start to lose a lot of money, in addition, the interest rates are going up uh, and uh, the overall economy is bad and you have Ukraine war, it's easy to get lost in a lot of dark thoughts. Best you can do, visit friends, use the nature, uh, Go for a good cup of coffee or make yourself a good cup of coffee because you have to find that very solid uh, thing that you can build uh, on. Some find it uh, in a good PC game, some find it out in nature. Personally, I love uh, metal detecting. I get such good energy when spending a few hours on metal detecting. Try to find something, uh, a base. Because trading, uh, for sure, is very emotional thing. The person that says uh, otherwise is either extremely professional, been a long term in the game, or I would say <laughs> maybe have some 
other issues because it's very easy if you make a lot of money you feel happy and if you lose a lot of money a lot of other emotions is pouring in and uh, i think uh, this might be the very last tip for this week greed greed works very easy you want more and uh, maybe you have a small trading amount and you are not happy about five percent but let me remind you of a few uh, facts. If you put your money to the bank, you will get zero interest rates. You will actually lose money. The inflation is now raking faster than anything can cope with. So putting your money in the bank and you will actually lose money. At the very best, you might have uh, one, two percent interest rates, but doesn't help when the inflation is 10 percent. You still lose eight percent of your money. 5% uh, is indeed very, very good. If you're able to do 5% this week, you have 5% more to trade for next week. And after a few weeks, if you're just able to do a few percentage now and then, slowly, but good, your portfolio will increase. So don't always go for the high high gains this is not a market where you should go for high gains because if you haven't learned anything easy go easy go and in this market a good day can turn bloody red in just a single you have to sit in front of the computer you have to be able to make the exact right choice when to sell otherwise a good profit is lost in just seconds and minutes and most of us are not able to do that for the thing tips, you will hear that I have used uh, trailing stop loss 5%. I have lost very good profit because of this strategy, but I have given you the reasons why. I told you that I will spend the week uh, working and will not be able to uh, follow the markets, but still, you will see that this strategy works. And uh, what were the tickets that we bought last week? Well, last week I told you the Zoom trade remains open, which we bought back in week 21, is still open. Simply because I didn't put any stop loss on Zoom, I think it will go up. Uh, last week it uh, was a little up, then fell a little, is currently at 24. So this trade which was put in week 24 is at 7.62% profit now. It was bought on 22 uh, cents. Uh, 22.3 cents to be uh, to be accurate. I think I think Zoom is a good pick. It's just a timing issue. But still, if I sell it today, I will rake in 7.62%. That trade is open. It's also a good price at 24 cents, I think. But last week I told you board drilling uh, might be a good choice, and I gave you the reason why. So I bought board drilling on Monday. I was able to get in at 6.06. Boy drilling went uh, up. I don't remember if it was uh, the Monday or the Tuesday. It went up to uh, some 660, 670. Uh, I have a trailing stop. This works this way if you're a new listener. If you have a good uh, trading account, you will have trailing stop loss. It never goes up. You just set a percentage. I set 5% uh, stop loss. So from when I bought 606, I was willing to lose 5%. That was my maximum loss uh, that I could achieve unless something extremely special happened. Uh, like uh, stock is being uh, 
closed for trading for some reason due to some announcement and then reopens at a, a different later, the stop loss can be broken. So they are not 100% guarantee. Anyway, I bought at 606, put a trading stop loss at 5%. I was willing to get out with a 5% loss, but boy drilling did exactly what I thought. It went up and it went as high as 6.66 or 6.71. Then my uh, trailing stop loss just follow up. It was always 5% below the highest point. When the stock started to fall, the stop loss didn't change and uh, it was executed at $6.32, giving me 4.29%. For boy drilling, I made 4.29%. And uh, we bought uh, UFPT. UFTP, I will pull up uh, the, the chart. UFP uh, Technologies. I gave you the reasoning uh, last week. Look in the, in the charts. Why I bought it? It did uh, exactly as it should. You can see here on the chart, it went down uh, and uh, then up. I got uh, I got uh, UFP technologies for 75.25. Then uh, it started to move up before uh, falling down, but it never was able to hit uh, the trailing stop loss. This still active but with a loss of 2.74 percent so it's still active meaning that it hasn't been sold if the market's open very bad tomorrow and the uh, ufp goes down to 71 or something the stock will be automatically sold otherwise it will still be in the portfolio and then it was uh, iranian energy uh, corporation uac uh, which uh, also bought, and you saw the same thing there. It started just as expected. It started very red on Monday and was able to get it at 348. It's currently at uh, 345 uh, with a loss of 0.86%. So, in my portfolio, uh, these two are uh, still open. Only Bohr was closed because it fell more. So, for Bohr, I got 4.29% uh, profit. And for UFP Technology and Energy uh, Corporation, I uh, have a small loss, and we will see how markets open tomorrow. But what about uh, this week? What are uh, the tickers uh, that I will try to trade this week? Actually, I found several tickers which I like uh, for this week. And I will show you the first uh, right now, if you are listening to this uh, podcast at uh, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you are, uh, it's also on YouTube, and you will see the, the, the charts, and uh, maybe that will help you. So, Mullen, 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 we have traded Mullen before, uh, let me quickly get back and see if I can find exactly when it was yes it was week 10 we bought Mullen at 83 cents sold at 1.30 make 36 percent on Mullen uh, uh, so we had Mullen before uh, trading Mullen before uh, then we made 36 percent we'll be able to do the same now 
I really like what I see and it's general how it's breaking the trend upwards that this thing in this is getting a little bit high, too much resistance just above where it is, but getting buy signals from both short term and long term moving average. And I think uh, that I will try to place a trade in bull. If I'm lucky, there will be a red opening, not sure it will happen. Uh, what I'm trying to chase is if it breaks above 142, we should see a very rapid movement upwards to 180-ish, maybe even two. So that's the one thing that triggers me is that being able to push a little bit more. And if we get into the green markets, which I think we will, I think that we will see move push towards the 140-ish uh, resistance. With a little backup from green markets, it can push high and push up to 180, and I can be able maybe to close a 20% profit. So Moon will be uh, one of the tickers I will trade. And I will go back in board, as I told you, board drilling was sold, but I like what I see in board drilling, so I want to get back into board drilling. And here you can see the chart, it's in the rising trend and you can expect it to continue within the rising trend. It's a bottom of the trend. Uh, could of course fall down to 5.30, so if that happens I will be super happy, even 5. I will do the same thing I did last week, I made 4% last week. I think uh, there is more than 10% to be gained on short term, we just need to get that traction upwards again. So I will also get back into board drilling. And then... Uh, uh, there is a uh, another company uh, is, is what I really like uh, about Energizer Holding is that uh, uh, it fell very hard, very nice increase in volume. It's not extremely high like back in May 22, so it's not topping out. With very little resistance above, I think there are percentage to make. So here, being very, very strongly oversold on the relative strength index, having this volume formation uh, as it is, increasing on that last fall, not the best sell-off I've seen, but it's close to a good sell-off. I think we can have a rebounds, and we can see the trading range here from 26 to 29, being more than 10%, and I think at least 3 to 5% can be made. So, Energizer Holdings Ener is also one of the candidates that I will trade. And uh, I got uh, two more, one that I will trade, the other one I'm not sure if you will be able to trade, uh, so that will just be a tips. But uh, Chevron uh, had a huge fall, and I haven't been able to read the news last week because I was working. Uh, but huge, huge fall from 181 down to 148. Extreme volume, extremely oversold. This will be a rebound. It can be that it will take even a further than dip downwards, 145 before it bounces up. But for sure, uh, I will try this one. And what I'm trying to gain here is anywhere from 3 uh, to 8%. I want uh, that one uh, up to 155, 157, which I think is very guaranteed a rebound up. So you can see uh, I am chasing rebound stocks for this week. 
and it all comes back to the same thing. We just started the market section to say about the market. I don't expect very big news this week. Everything indicates a high chance uh, for a possible rebounds for the markets overall will be good. And in this scenario, I think Chevron will be one of them. I'm not uh, going in for the long run. We're talking in and out, trying to achieve a few percentages. The last I will show you uh, is Lobo. I'm not sure if you are able to buy ETFs on the trading account, but this also shows somewhat the same possibilities. Moving sideways here uh, is an opportunity. I will not make it as drain dips uh, uh, for this week. I'll just show you and you can decide for yourself. But things are indicating it will struggle a lot with the huge resistance just above today's level. But low relative seem to index everything indicate that this one might, maybe possible, be at the place where things can go up. This is the Biotech Bull ETF. So, uh, there you got them. Uh, uh, just to say, if it breaks below 40-ish, uh, 50-ish, uh, you can expect a very fast fall downwards. So, that you have to keep in your mind. Here, fighting a lot of resistance above, but if it managed to break some of it upwards, you can have a very, very nice situation for this company. So, that uh, were the train tips. Drilling and, and Chevron. These are four stocks which I will buy. In addition to this, UFP and USC and Zoom remain, remain open. I will have seven trades and I cannot remember the last time I had this many trades uh, open for these trading tips. I will double check uh, all the stocks, uh, trying to find that good. Uh, but it should be somewhere between 3 and 5% depending uh, on the company. I will be able to follow the markets a little bit better this week as uh, there is no big things on my schedule for a week. Hopefully we will do good things. And that concludes uh, this podcast recorded here at uh, Rocket Builders in the phone boot of everything. Hope the sound quality wasn't that Bad. As usual, I hope you will have a very nice uh, week, good trading week, and you will be able to put some green into your bank. And uh, I will be back next week, and hopefully, I will be saying that uh, I was right about my stomach feeling that we will have a green week. We'll just have to wait and see. Until then, have a very nice week.